earlier uh, this morning, I was just going through some uh, news clippings uh, from Europe and uh, I was looking at some video as well. Uh, and there was a program called Ireland AM, a television program. Uh, and they were talking about young people and the cost of living. Uh, take a listen to the news anchors, uh, the news hosts there, uh, talking about what they've been hearing in and around from their friends and their acquaintances in regards to the cost of living and its impact on young people. Take a listen. Joanne said, it is very hard to believe that the cost of living crisis is going to become significantly worse from today. It is going to drive more and more young people to emigrate. Yeah, and oh. Mary also tweeted, when is it all going to end? In 10 years, Ireland will have no young people. Everyone will have left this place and I wouldn't blame them. Like, I, I swear, every day on Instagram, I'm seeing a new post of, oh, we're off to Australia, know, we're I off know. to Canada. Like, and it's actually, it's really mm. sad. It's getting to a point where there, there uh, will be no yeah, young will people last, left. Will the last one out turn the lights off? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That was from the uh, television program Ireland uh, AM. So I looked a little deeper into this, and and there is significant challenges uh, in Ireland. Uh, average rents in Ireland have increased uh, by more than eighty five percent in the past twelve years alone. Seventy uh, percent of people aged eighteen to twenty four are now considering moving abroad because they think they would enjoy a better quality of life elsewhere. It's interesting because we keep having that conversation right here in Metro Vancouver and our major cities across Canada. We talk about uh, a living issue, a housing crisis, but yet some folks think this is the place to live. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, cost of living in Ireland is Rory Spillan. He's a CEO and founder of movingtocanada.com. Rory, thank you for joining us today. Great to chat, Jess. So, uh, you know, that is just one very short clip in regards to uh, the broader conversation. What are you hearing about uh, uh, young people uh, in Ireland and uh, and sort of their view on whether or not, you know, they can build a life in Ireland? Um, I suppose the topic is uh, it's very personal to me. I, I immigrated from Ireland in 2008. Um after making a career change after coming to Canada, I actually built a website called Moving to Canada and I've empowered a lot of uh, Irish people and but a lot of people all over the world to move to Canada. So over the last uh, 10, I suppose, over the last 10 years then the Irish population in Canada, in, um, in Canada has exploded. So what's actually happening is we're, we're, we have free third level education in Ireland. We're educating our young people, but we're educating them to immigrate. So more and more young people are coming out of university and they're immigrating within two or three years of uh, going through third level education. And inevitably they're, they're opting to actually stay in places like uh, Australia, Canada and the Middle East and the UK. What? Why do they wish to leave Ireland? It's a great country. I haven't been there in probably about 13 years. The people are wonderful. A tremendous history and culture. Why do they want to leave? What, what is happening in Ireland? What's driving them away? Yeah, well, we have a strong um, track history in immigration, right? Irish people have been immigrating to um, Canada in particular since I think it's the early 1800s. We're mm-hmm. immigrating to um, Newfoundland to fish. But in more recent years, if you look at the last 50 years, Ireland has had a, a boom-bust cycle. So we have a history of um, kind of boom-bust cycles. And um, I guess the last great cycle ended with the global financial crisis. It coincided with 2008 when I actually moved to Canada. And I was sitting in Canada and I realized, okay, we're going to have a very high level of immigration again. So I guess the reason why we immigrate, there is a historical reason that we're always curious about other cultures. We have a huge diaspora all over the world. But 
I think a lot of people just don't see a lot of opportunity in our country. As in David McWilliams, he's a famous Irish economist. Uh, he recently asked, you know, he described Ireland as a country that is rich, but the people feel poor. Hmm. So we have, you know, we've uh, a growing, we've a growing population right now. We've uh, pr- probably the youngest population in Europe right now. Uh, we've uh, economic or we budget surpluses, but uh, people, the the country is kind of stifled by growth issues, right? Our, our infrastructure is uh, very, very poor. Uh, we have a housing crisis similar to Canada. Um, people are just finding that their money isn't going very far. And I think they're realizing when you compare it with the likes of Vancouver, you might be paying similar prices between uh, Vancouver and Dublin, but you get a lot more money for your rent in Vancouver. And um, it's a world-class kind of lifestyle here, where in Ireland we're always battling the weather and we have infrastructure problems. And I think a lot of people just uh, like to change and they like the, um, there's a lot of job opportunities in Canada as well. And it's just uh, the lifestyle is really attractive to young Irish people. So when people call you and reach out to you and they say, look, I want to move to British Columbia, I want to move to Vancouver or Victoria, uh, so t- you're telling them that look, it, it's it's not cheap, but this is still a, a, a great place. Even though we we keep saying we're in a housing crisis, we're in affordability crisis, we have those challenges. They still believe this is still the place to be. Yeah, I guess it's all relative, right? The weather is a big one. As in, people in Vancouver complain about the weather, but relative to Ireland, right? I just came back from a month in um, in Ireland in June and. We had a week of sunshine, but uh, then we had three weeks of just up and down weather. And it's, it's very frustrating. So to young Irish people, the, having, a four month, uh, having four months of sunshine is absolute bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, there's great job opportunities here. Um, I think people like the kind of the go-getting kind of proactive kind of culture in North America. So it's, um, it's a really high standard of living for a lot of Irish people. And in spite of the cost, a lot of young Irish people are able to pay that premium, I think, to actually uh, enjoy a good lifestyle. And what's happening now is more and more Irish people are actually opting to stay and raise their family here. So if you went back five, ten years ago, a lot of Irish people would have come here um, you know, when they get married or when they decide to family plan, they would, they, they would opt to leave. But it's amazing in spite of uh, the affordability crisis in Vancouver now that a lot of Irish people are saying, wait, this is actually a great place to raise a family. Hmm. Um, and, you know, in regards to just Vancouver itself, there's been a lot of conversation lately about, oh, we have too many international students coming here when in the midst of a housing crisis. We are approaching 500,000 immigrants a year in 2025. In the 1990s, it was about 225,000 immigrants that would come to this country. There is, I wouldn't say a backlash, but there is a tremendous amount of concern in regards to how many people are moving here, even though we are an aging society and we need young people. But people are concerned as to the, the number of uh, amount of outsiders that are coming here. What, what, what would you say to Canadians as someone who is obviously a Canadian here, lives here and has lived here for a while, in regards to some of the hesitation that you're seeing out there in the public, whether it be immigrants from Ireland or India or China or the Middle East, wherever it may be, what would you say to Canadians who are a bit concerned at the, at the level of uh, outsiders that are coming? Um, yeah, I think I think this is something we've probably seen coming for a while, right? The student uh, student populations have been growing rapidly over the last five years, right? 
Um, if you look at that um, study in Canada sector, it's a well-oiled machine. There's a lot of universities, colleges, agencies, conduits making a lot of money off the system, right? So I think, uh, you know, they're talking about putting in a cap and limiting it. And I think that's fair, right? As in the whole idea, it's trying to get the point that is just right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these students are a great uh, source of cheap labor for um, the Canadian economy. Many of them are staying on as in, you know, we're, we're attracting very highly educated people and we're allowing them to stay in the country. So I think it's getting the balance right. Inevitably, when we've gone through a record interest rate hike cycle, um, people start looking around. And when the economy starts to slow, you look at, you know, you look at the aliens next to you and you kind of go, well, things are fine until these people came. So we saw that in 2014 when... Um, when the Canadian economy kind of slowed down or when oil prices corrected, um, you know, people in Alberta were looking around and saying, wait a minute, we're, we're out of work. Why are these people employed? So that always happens in the best of times, right? It's all these cycles. We say we need, we need immigrant labor. And then when things slow down, you kind of go, well, why are these immigrants here? So I think it's getting the balance right. But um, Canada has been very welcoming. Um, Canada has a very progressive immigration policy. And I think a lot of the big challenge really is making sure that the immigration, um, the immigration market and the labor market are well aligned, right? Because we still have a very high um, or very low unemployment rates in the economy. So, but we'll probably see over the next six months, things will inevitably start to slow after these record interest rate hikes. Yeah. Rory, thank you so much for your time today. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thanks so much.